Welcome to the Mind Says Art Podcast. I'm your mindset coach, CJ Levy, and in the words of Napoleon Bonaparte, nothing is more difficult and therefore more precious than to be able to decide. Are there any areas of your life that you have been delaying a decision within? And if not, we all have decisions that come and go. So for a future decision, consider this metaphor. Imagine for a moment that you're standing in a door frame. On one side of the door frame, there's a room. And on the other side of the door frame, there's a room. And you're looking into each room. And you're thinking, oh, that one looks pretty nice. Maybe I should go in there. And you're thinking, well, let me look over here. Ah, oh, that room actually looks pretty nice here too. Well, there's a couple cons over here, a couple cons over there, a couple pros here, a couple pros there. And you're thinking, huh, which one should I go into? Essentially, each room signifies a different decision. Now, what happens if you continue to stand in that door frame? Well, all you can do is reach a little ways in. Maybe you can reach something on the wall or do a little something in this room, but then you reach over into the other room, do a little something over there. You can do anything that's within arm's reach, but the room itself is filled with all this opportunity. Guess what? It's not until you walk into one of those rooms and close the door and commit that you can actually utilize what's in that room. You're one foot in, one foot out. Today's podcast is about becoming decisive. It's like there's these two different rooms. We're constantly dealing with these decisions where there's two different rooms. And the beauty within making a decision is the potential that exists within each of these rooms. So the reality is we got to find the courage to walk into one room or the other. Because ultimately, regardless of which room you walk into, it's going to be better than standing indefinitely in that door frame. And you know, maybe you take your time, you make sure you really look at each room and you decide, but you have to decide. You've got to walk into one of the rooms, have some courage and make the decision. As Peter Drucker said, whenever you see a successful business, somebody once made a courageous decision. Ultimately, it really doesn't matter which room you walk into. You're going to make the best of that room. The only poor decision you can make is to stand in the door and never make a decision, never to choose a room. Just dealing with everything that's within arm's reach. Ultimately, if you don't choose, you get neither. So that's the only wrong decision, not to enter a room. As Phil McGraw said, sometimes you make the right decision. Sometimes you make the decision right. Which goes to say there is no wrong decision. Because ultimately you can get into something and maybe you decide, shit, maybe I should have done that other thing. But I'm here now. So what do I do? How do I make it right? How do I find the beauty? How do I tap it for its potential? So what's lost during this analysis? Well, it's really opportunity cost. In the words of microeconomic theory, the opportunity cost of a choice is the value of the best alternative given limited resources. You're missing out on what could have been had you made that decision or had you made that decision sooner. The opportunity that exists in each room on its own, but that does not exist in the middle of the doorframe. So when you're in that decision-making phase for too long, one of those resources that we're foregoing is time, time spent in that next decision. So for as long as it takes you to choose is equivalent to the amount of time that is lost in that next stage. And ultimately with that loss of time, it's not just, hey, I lost a month, I'll make up for it on the back end. The problem is you're no longer in as good of a position as you would have been to seize positions that come your way in the future. Therefore, you miss them when they come your way and it delays that stage of your evolution even farther. So for example, let's say you were choosing between two jobs. One was to become a musician and the other was to become a lawyer. Let's say you spent six months trying to decide. Ultimately, you're like, you know what, screw it, I'm going to go the musician route. So you get started, and let's say six months later, you had a chance to audition for a big band or a big performance that you've wanted. But you're not quite ready yet. You need a few more months to practice. So ultimately, you either pass it up or you fall short of what you needed to do to win that shot. But if you would have made the decision just a few months sooner, 
You could have been in position to seize that. You could have been practicing longer. You could have had the right people behind you. You could have met someone sooner that pushed you forward faster. And then ultimately, you could have seized that. And maybe that platform launched you into the next new position and land you another big gig and so on and so on. But simply by waiting a few extra months to decide, and maybe it's not just deciding on whether or not to be a musician or something else. Maybe it's the decision to decide what you're going to do within your career to say, you know what, screw it. I'm going to start doing this thing that I know will help me. When you start matters. And the sooner you start, the better. There's an old Chinese proverb that says the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is now. So decision-making matters as far as timing is related because we forego opportunity. We're burnt with opportunity cost that results from waiting too long to decide. In the words of James E. Faust, he said, some of our important choices have a timeline. If we delay the decision, the opportunity is gone forever. Sometimes our doubts keep us from making a choice that involves change. Thus, an opportunity may be missed, end quote. So ultimately, at a psychological level, it's really when we get into this over-analysis stage, it's more of a fear-based reaction a lot of times. It's an avoidance mechanism. You're avoiding risk by doubting. You're avoiding the responsibility. You're avoiding the commitment. It comes from fear. And ultimately, when we get stuck for too long in one of these places, we get to something called analysis paralysis, which essentially you become paralyzed by the over-analysis of information. You take in too much information that you can no longer see clearly. You can't see the forest for the trees anymore. You're inundated with too much to make a logical decision, and you're stuck. You're frozen in space. Your feet are stuck in quicksand. You can't move your feet into either of the rooms at that point. So ultimately, how do we shift our approach on this? And despite the risk of inciting a little bit of political tension, we're going to call to the stage a guy named Mr. Colin Powell, who was an American politician, statesman, United States Army officer, and he was the 65th United States Secretary of State back from 2001 to 2005. He was also the first African-American Secretary of State. So regardless of what you think of his decision-making, good or bad, he sat in a position where he had to make big decisions that impacted the entire world. And these decisions had to be made. Or if he had analysis paralysis, bigger issues would develop. So there's no question that he was confronted with some of the most consistent and intense decision-making around. So he shared his ideas about decision-making and how to make good decisions quickly. He said that when you have an important decision to make, remember 40 to 70. Never make a decision with less than 40% of the information that you need to make it. And never delay making a decision once you have at least 70% of the information that you need. Because the time it takes to gather enough information to be 100% sure of making a good decision usually delays the decision beyond when it needed to be made. So he says not less than 40% of the information to make the decision and not more than 70 or you've waited too long. Because he who is hesitant is lost. In the words of Pearl Zoo, he says it's often said that a wrong decision taken at the right time is better than a right decision taken at the wrong time. So tool of the day, what is an area of your life that you are delaying a decision within? Where are you standing in that door frame, reaching into one room, reaching into the other, but never walking into the room far enough to get anything done? Are you within that 40 to 70% of the information necessary to make a decision? If you're not, where can you go to find more information? What different strategies can you use? What different angles can you look at it with? If you are getting close to that 70% or over it, maybe it's time to make a move. Maybe it's time to step into one of the rooms close the door, commit, and start taking action in that room. As Tony Robbins says, a decision is measured by the fact that you've taken a new action. If there's no action, you have not truly decided. So not making a decision is a decision in and of itself. 
You're one foot in and you're one foot out. So maybe it's time to walk in one of those rooms, close the door, and get down to business. That's what we're working with today. For more info on coaching, the book launch, other mindset motivation, head over to cjlee.com. And on that note, the book actually just went to print a couple of days ago. Super excited about that. Can't wait to share it with you guys. Still going to be a couple months until it's officially available for sale. Takes a while to get it through the printing process, but I'm very excited to get it out. So if you want to be notified via email when the book comes out, go to cjleedy.com and add your email to the email list. This is the Mind Says Our Podcast, and thanks for going to MI with me today.